Hey, welcome to our podcast. This is um, is this episode number eight? Eight I or think nine. So. Eight or nine. Um, we haven't done one in quite a while because we've both been just really busy with a bunch of things. Haven't really been able to set up a time where we've like sort of been together and we've had like the free time, like had an hour sort of free. Um, and this episode is sort of like a culmination in all the ones we've done up to this point. Um, just like sort of to tie them all in together a bit because for the next sort of like five or six weeks we're both about to start an internship. Um, Sachin's doing a bodybuilding competition which we're going to talk a lot about later so we're not going to be able to do them for a while but um, we definitely see this as like a very long-term project like we're going to keep on doing this hopefully in the future for quite a while just even if it's like every week or like every month just having on like some guests and just talking about things that we find interesting. Yeah so I think this episode will start off with talking about, I think, all of our learnings from the past podcasts we've done. That's a good idea. All the different interesting things we found by recording this podcast. I think we should talk about wh- how this podcast has been as a whole, as an experience, because it's only mm. been like less than probably 10 weeks, maybe 12 weeks since we started it. So yeah, it hasn't yeah. been that much time. And at the end, we'll kind of just talk about what we're doing, this whole fitness mm. um, thing. Some plans for the future. Um, but we wanted to share that probably in the last four or five weeks since we've stopped releasing episodes, we've both had a lot of people come up to us and said that they've been impacted by the podcast or just really enjoyed it, which was yeah. really nice to hear. Yeah. Um, you had For example, I had like a friend come up to me and said they quit smoking weed for um, eight weeks and it's still been like that because of something like that one of our guests said. I think it was um, Tim Sharp about the mental health stuff yeah. about weed, which was just really cool. And we've had some other comments from... Um, other people which is really nice so like even if like if only like 20 people were like watching the episodes but then we get a couple people say like sort of impacted them yeah. positively like we like doing this and that's just like a huge added bonus yeah yeah but yeah honestly very surprised with the amount of people mm. that have come up maybe they just say that because they yeah. want to like I don't open the conversation i don't know if <laughs> like, they're saying that yeah like some people have like said like really specific things yeah like for example like david misford with like uh, the fitness like a lot of people have commented on the jack jacobs episode yeah like so many people have said that like I, I find like Jack really fascinating, but like people have really like sort yeah. of resonated with that. And then in Jack's twenty yeah. first the other night, people that we didn't know were just like, "Oh, you guys are yeah. the podcast guys," which was interesting. Cool. Yeah, um, it's been a pretty cool experience. So, um, why don't we talk about how this experience has been as a whole? So, as most of you guys know, we started this just to like talk to interesting people. We're kind of doing this kind of thing anyway, having these reflection chats yeah, with yeah. each other over a coffee or something. So, like, why not record it? And that was one afternoon in a lecture theater. We put up a first episode. That epi- that first episode about exchange actually got a lot of traction, and we're like, okay, cool. Why mm. don't we try this out? And it's pr- it's fun as well. Yeah, it's good fun. Um, so then we set out trying to get a diverse range of guests. Yeah. And so we yeah sorry. So <laughs> um, and I don't think we've kind of reached our goal in the diversity we want to get. Like, there's yeah. still a lot of things we want to talk about. Hundred percent. Um, I think the big ones that we want to still talk about are probably fitness, more technology. I think there's so many other things. Like, we want to get politics. like academics. Like, yeah. it'd be awesome to get people that like studied like AI and machine learning. Yeah. Get like philosophers, some like historians, whatever. Yeah. Um, definitely like some more fitness people. So like we've, I think we've only just like touched the, the tip of the iceberg <laughs> yeah. like we've had a couple people on with things that we're interested in but we would love to dive into a whole bunch of stuff um so that's yeah that's like sort of our future goal yeah so for me like the learnings from all the podcasts have been very different like the first one with jack jacobs was mm. i think just that was amazing. the second one we had maya on first oh yeah maya yeah. yeah um so the first one with maya kind of got cut out but that was yeah. really interesting, just hearing the other side of student politics. Like, we mm. see it all the time, walking down Eastern yeah. Ave, yeah. seeing these people come up to us, but hearing the other side and hearing her experience of that was 
really yeah. inspirational. There's, I think she's a great yeah, leader. There's like a lot of sort of nitty gritty stuff that happens behind the scenes in like student politics. Like mm. people have been a bit conniving, like sort of even Machiavellian. Yeah. Um, and there's there's just so much politics with it. Like within each sort of like student political group, there's like different factions and they're all vying for like position or like voice ideas. And it's really interesting. Like I'd like to delve into that a lot further. Yeah. Like we want to get our friend um, Lachlan Finch, who's like vice president of the USU board on. Yeah. And I will just like love to hear more stuff about that, how like the sort of university student bodies run um, and just like, yeah, the politics behind it. Yeah. Uh, Adam has developed a kind of a big interesting <laughs> politics race, yeah. which is cool. Because I remember when we started this, yeah. you didn't really like care about so, politics yeah, at I all. I never used to care about politics, was always interested in international relations, but something in me has just shifted a lot from like reading books, reading a lot of news. Sachin sort of jokes that I'm a bit of a news addict right now, but um. I'm like sort of my visions for the future have changed a lot towards doing certain things in the public sector, um, for like regarding international relations. Yeah. Um, so I definitely want to get some guests in to talk about yeah. politics. Cool. Um, um, yeah. yeah. And then so that was like the focus of the second first episode, and then second episode we have Jack Jacobs, which yeah, I think just really fascinating. I think talk. that just speaks to himself. Like I yeah. think we could have Jack on every week and yeah. have something new to talk about. Yeah, Jack's the sort of person where just on the spot he can spit out knowledge about anything, and he's very poetic in how he says things. Like we went to his birthday <laughs> the other week, and he just like gave a speech, and it's just like it's just poetry. To <laughs> yeah, the sort of it speech he does. So I reckon like I'd love to sit down with him, do like a three-hour-long episode, and like. Just listen to the stuff he talks about. Like yeah. he just his views on like religion, spirituality, politics. He has vast knowledge and like depth in each area, but he ties it all in together to yeah. become somewhat holistic. Yeah. Which yeah. Yeah. That, I think that was super cool. I think the key thing I took away with that was just this like that some people just view life so artistically. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's really cool. And I yeah. kind of wanted to explore that a little yeah. bit more after. Uh, we don't really have that within <laughs> too us. Literal. Like, we're, we're very like... interested in stuff, but we're not very, like, arty and poetic people. Oh, I'm horrible I think everyone's art. got it within themselves a bit to have some sort of... I tried. Like, I literally, like, in, when I was in Europe, I went to all these art galleries and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you guys looking at? Like, I want to yeah. see, I want to feel things from the art. But yeah, that's I sort just, of the same as me. I can't I resonate that with a lot of arty things. Yeah. yeah. I Mus- think music's one I resonate with. That's just like hard stuff, like electronic <laughs> stuff. It's not arty. Like yeah, true. barking like Beethoven would be like looking down at you, like what the fuck's this kid listening yeah, to? Yeah. Um, uh, so after that, we had Riz on. Yeah. I think so. He was one of Sachin's former mentors and employers. Um, yeah, that was a very interesting perspective in like how businesses are formed and yeah. the sort of hustle that's yeah. needed to do it. And he like we talked a lot about at that point. We we're really interested in should we like stay in university? Should we, like try our hands in some sort of startups and like. My view has, like, changed a lot on that stuff since we had that episode. To be fair, our views change, like, every two weeks. So Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, I'm going through, like, a more long-term shift. You're going through a shift in your <laughs> consciousness. Yeah, I get no, it. No, like... But Riz, Riz was super cool because I very much see Riz not, like, someone that I definitely want to be, but I don't leave that kind of lifestyle. Like, mm. working hard on something, still into fitness, still having the time to, like, mentor people, mm. be, like, jacked, like... Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. That was more entrepreneurship-focused and... Probably when we started this podcast, that's a good point. We were very entrepreneurship focused. Mm. But I feel like as much as we're probably going to get more startup founders on, I feel like we've talked a lot about the process of entrepreneurship. Mm. And there's not that much more to talk about. It's more yeah. just the ideas people have and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I don't think, yeah, like learning about the ideas, it's 
I think like hearing people's stories of how they started their business, yeah. like actual case studies is valuable. Yeah. But like listening to ideas on entrepreneurship, and like, how, I don't know yeah. if it's valuable. And how they live their life around their business and the kind of thing mm. and how they balance everything. Yeah. We're always very, I think every episode, we're very interested in people's lifestyles. So people that an expert in some sort of thing, how, um, like, are you sleeping a lot? Yeah. Like, are you happy? Do you have fitness What's in your life? What how many milligrams in, like, of caffeine do you have? Yeah. <laughs> like those yeah. kinds of things. I think that comes down to like the optimization thing, which I think we'll touch into a, a bit yeah. later, but that's like, that was super cool. Who was next after that? Uh, we had David Misfit on. I feel like there was one in between. Wait, let me check. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about the David one while Adam's checking. I think David's one was one of my favorite ones. So David is very, very driven. And I think that the way he talks about self-development and stuff is just such a non-bullshit way. Like, yeah. he's a guy that literally went from being overweight to starting his oh. own gym, being a PT. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, well, what was the next one? Yeah. No, I, I think the David Mister one is really fantastic. <laughs> I don't know which one it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he went from just being like a sort of fat, overweight, underconfident teenager, mm. and he just took that head on. Like he would go to the park at 4 a.m., do push-ups, like shout Visualizations. Self-affirmations, and yeah. He's a really cool guy. He invited us to do like some ice baths yeah. at um, his friend's gym, and we did that. And he was doing an ice bath for the first time. It was the most amazing experience I've ever had. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, yeah, out, out, I'll be honest, out of everything I've done, yeah, the most amazing. Yeah. Like, if you can have, everyone has, like, go to a gym and try and do an ice bath. Like, it, it's it's so challenging, but just, the, I've never had the feeling, like, for the first minute and a half when you do it, a proper ice bath, it's the worst pain I've ever been in. It's crazy because your hot blood's going back up the body and you can you literally get feel out. it. Like, get out. And then after, I think it's like, it's like exactly after 90 seconds, yeah. everything stops and you're just at pace. And like, you're doing big breathing while you're doing it. You're like, yeah. and like, you're just in complete presence. Yeah. It's like more than any meditation, anything I've ever felt. Mm. Yeah. And we, we've only done two of them. We should do more. We should do it again soon. Yeah. I did one in Lake Jindabyne the other week. Yeah. That was cool. That would have been amazing doing it in nature. In like the mountains That'd and stuff. That would be amazing. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, so after David, so before David, Donnie Chen. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good episode. Yeah. Um, Donnie Chen. Yeah. He just runs a really cool business where he's like trying to sort of save the environment by like reducing food waste. Yeah. So that's like something we're very interested in businesses that have that sort of social purpose yeah. and are able to be sustainable while yeah, impacting yeah. people. For My Waste is a super cool business and I really mm. liked learning about his systems of thinking. I think yeah. he had really good ways They're of very, approaching like, alternative things. alternative views, I thought. He's a very calm guy as well. He's not very egotistical, very like... He just got, he's got his head screwed on. Right? Yeah, I think he was very, very true to principles and his principles and values. He yeah. definitely wasn't someone that like thought like what everyone else thinks. Oh, no. And I think like... So he's like very much like an entrepreneurial sort of guy. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I'd be able to think like that independently as he does. Yeah. Which is really cool to, th um, to hear. So after that, and then we had Tim Sharp after that. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Happy, Dr. I think Happy. that one was very contextual at the time in terms of mental health. Mm. I like, I still have a very big interest in it, but I think that's something I kind of like needed to do at that time. Mm. Um, but I found that episode really interesting. Yeah. And it's funny because doing that episode, while I did find it interesting, I found like a lot of the tips and stuff we're talking about like pretty basic. But then a lot of people who watched that episode, they said they found it like really intriguing. Like yeah. my dad like told me like, he was like, oh, I wish I had that when I was younger. Yeah. And I was just like, a lot of people I feel like don't know the basic things. Like, well, so I don't think you should call them basic. It's just we've both read a lot of books in that area and stuff. So it may seem like things that have come up a lot kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like... Yeah, just things like going mm. for walks and stuff. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty basic stuff, but mm. it does help. But also, like, talking about the links between drinking and, like, drugs and yeah. stuff. 
Yeah. That's that, interesting. Very interesting. I'd love to hear more from that. him and like stuff down that avenue. Yeah. Sort of um, positive psychology and yeah, just like how to be a better person through influencing your thoughts. Yeah. I think something about the uh, one of the David Misford ones, or the David Misford one, mm. when we were going on to the snow, we were actually listening to it in the car. And it was like a really cool experience. Like I was learning something from a podcast that we recorded. Like I was li- we were listening back over it. I was like, put that on this me. is cool. I've got this weird fear of like putting on a microphone by we myself. I have very weird fears. Yeah. Adam has a fear of like taking an extra bag. <laughs> like uh, um, <laughs> like to the thing. airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the airport. Sasha has a fear of buying pads. <laughs> yeah, pa- these pads are horrible. What was your right and now. also of snow, of ice? They're like way too tight because yeah. I didn't want to try them on because I have a fear of. Um, <laughs> Do you have a fear of shopping, of clothes shopping? Yeah, I just really don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Um, I think what we want to talk about now, go delve into a bit of fitness. So just a bit of context, Sachin is doing a bodybuilding competition in about, is that four? That's like three weeks out, four, four weeks? Four and a half. Four and a half. Okay, so the way that started was that when we were on exchange at Utrecht, every week Sachin was like, oh, I really want to oh, do a bodybuilding. Go. No, I did no, not say that. Like, let, <laughs> me, let me tell this story because I know it's true. It's such a bullshit it was like story. Every week it would be like, Oh, I'd love to do a bodybuilding physique competition one day. I was just and being arrogant. I didn't no, actually no, no, no. But like you, you'd say it repeatedly. And mm. even if like you're being arrogant or joking, if you say that sort of stuff repeatedly, I think it's like something that's like really wanting to come out. Like you really wanted to say and assert that you wanted to do it, but you're too scared. So I, so My after, version like, of this story is very different. Let me finish saying <laughs> it. And then after a while, he, I sat him down. I was like, Sachin, I'm forcing you to do this competition. You obviously want to do it. Instead of doing it in a couple years or sometime during your life, do it this year, and I think, did I make you write like a contract? No, I, rem- I remember. Write? I remember when you were like, you have to do it now, and yeah. I was like, okay. And, and I remember Sachin I was, was really nervous. Yeah, I was like feeling so sick and stuff. Mm. All right, so my version of that story is that that was true. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, is that like, yeah, I was kind of like joking about it and stuff. I never actually meant it seriously. Mm. And then we were having this conversation. I remember about like me challenging myself and me being comfortable with the things around me. And you're like, mm. why don't you do that to challenge yourself? Mm. That's that's how I see it coming up. But yeah, anyways, so that fast forward, what, five, six months now. Yeah, sure. Um, it's been quite a while. And we're like, four, I'm actually four and a half weeks away from actually mm. doing it. Um, and just for context, um, in bodybuilding, there's a lot of different divisions. I'm yeah, competing in the smallest divisions, which is fitness. Um, so it's all about like symmetry and stuff. It's like kind of like the fitness mm. model look. But yeah, um, it's been... Yeah. He's been training hard. He's been training hard. Um, like he's been doing gym sessions like every day and like cardio every day. He's got a coach. And yeah, if you um, if you if you had taken off that shirt, you'd see a bloody rock solid shredded <laughs> physique. No, he's looking good. You'll see. I'm gonna like make like a vlog of like when he goes to the competition, embarrass him. I might yeah. like a, like make a big banner while you're on the stage, like go Sachin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think what would be cool to talk about is like the why behind it, the hardest parts and like the good parts. Mm. Why did you do it? So first of all, that because um, I I really agreed with you at the time that although I was challenging myself and I felt like I was challenging myself, I wasn't doing anything that was like crazy leaps and bounds out of my mm. comfort zone. Like I think this is how I personally feel that the things that we're doing right now, like interviews, working, uni, podcasts, all that kind of stuff, like it's of course it's still something a bit different and it's mm. still learning and growing, but it's nothing like completely one eighty in the other way. Because yeah. I think once you. I call it like the gift of bullshitting. Once you can like talk about acting like you know what you're talking about for a little bit of time, even like the workplace or something, um, things become a lot easier. And I feel like 
you can learn more technical skills and of course you can grow in your career or grow in like your studies and stuff mm. there's no kind of complete 180 and that kind of like i feel like i really needed that yeah i think you wanted to like focus on something that's just like super hard and a challenging thing yeah. it's just like a bit niche and like yeah i agree like if you're doing like uni working and doing all that stuff like you might not have anything in your life where you're just like working super, yeah, yeah, super hard. And like, it. It's just a super challenge. And like, there's, I'll jump in for a second because not everyone should feel that way. I don't think it's like a good thing to yeah. feel like. Oh but, yeah. But I do feel like there's a lot of growth from doing incredibly yeah. challenging things, like like the ice bath that we talked about before. Yeah. Even that two three minutes yeah. of like really intense yeah. challenge is a lot of. I, a lot well, of growth. yeah, that's a short term challenge, but I think it's always rewarding, like doing a long term thing, like this bodybuilding competition for you. Yeah. That is six to seven months of like intense discipline. Like mm. you haven't drunk in like what? How many weeks? Like yeah. you've been you've been so busy, like at the moment, like Sachin, not only is he preparing for a bodybuilding competition, he's at uni full time, he's doing an, an internship at Deloitte in consulting. That's like, that's like 10 hour days. Um, and like, you're still fam, like still hanging out with your family, still like socializing. So it's like, it's busy fitting all <sighs> not that much, in. Not much socializing. Yeah. But yeah, I think, so just talking about this experience holistically and fitness in general, I think that Fitness is something everyone should do, some kind of exercise every day. Yeah. I just think that we're both big believers. It just makes you feel so good. Yeah. And I think that the thing that ties like fitness, people that like surfing, people that like um, kind of playing sport is it's all like a time when you can be present, right? Because a lot of people don't have times in their days where they can be present mm. and like doing something extreme or doing some kind of exercise kind of gives you that. Same with the ice bath. Ice yeah, bath is that, but just like- 100%. Um, like if I, like the other day, like I was at home just doing uni work and I started to feel like, a bit shit. I just got really bored of it. I went like noisy, would you say? <laughs> and then like I, I went to the gym and just like just oh it just changed it. it just, yeah. yeah, just resets it. Like obviously everyone should be doing it, but yeah. like yeah. Um, but yeah. So but this is like taking fitness to an extreme. Yeah. So what the levels I'm at now aren't healthy, and I don't want like so. If you guys follow me on my close friends Instagram, I'm quite like <laughs> negative about it. But that's just because I want it don't want it to be portrayed that idealistically. Like, yeah, it's an amazing experience. Yeah, you mm. grow a lot from it, but it's not healthy. Mm. Like, What's, like, been the most unhealthy aspects? The, the me mental... So, basically, how all this works is you have... I'll explain this to you because you've always asked me the calories, right? Mm. So, basically, let's think about it as, like, a jug of water. So, essentially, every day, we're all pouring out a lot of water from our jug in terms of expending calories. So, mm. that's, like walking around, mental stuff, whatever exercise we're doing, that's yeah. all expending calories, right? And then the food we put into our body is the amount of calories we put in. Yeah. So if we're putting in more calories than we're expending, we're gonna gain weight. Mm. If we're putting in less than we're expending, we're gonna lose weight. Mm. That's, how, that's how a calorie deficit works, all else being equal. So essentially when you're dieting down for a bodybuilding comp, getting this lean, you've been 10 weeks or so where you're um, putting in a lot less than you're putting out. So you're mm. losing weight, and once you get below a certain level, I'm talking about like striations, like abs everywhere, mm. it gets unhealthy because your hormones stop working because mm. your body's in the survival, in survival mode. So mm. like, yeah. Um, so in terms of that, like the effects psychologically are pretty like your moods are very up and down. Mm. Like I knew about this before I started and I was like, no, nah, I'll be fine. My moods will be fine. Mm. But literally like I'm a bit of a dick sometimes. I don't say yeah. it. I just try and be quiet. Like. For example, my mum would do something would not something yeah. like normally not annoy me, but I'll just be like fuck, like in my yeah. head. But I try like to just be calm about it. So is is there scientifically like a link between being in a calorie deficit and like having more like negative thoughts? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pro prolonged calorie deficit. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, just because 
your body's trying to do all these things because it's in survival mode, right? Mm. Um, and you have this thing where like you see food and you just want to eat and mm. eat until you feel full, mm. but you can't. Um, then there's like kind of, there, so there's two sides of this. There's sometimes you just feel incredibly tired because you mm. don't sleep that well. Mm. Um, and the not sleep that well comes from not having enough um, calories to rest properly and mm. also just hunger pains at night. But this is only in the, like the last three weeks of a comp. Yeah. Um, and my coach, Coach Paddy Roach, has been really good for this. Like he's helped me um, do everything gradually. Mm. So it hasn't been too extreme or too bad. But yeah, there's like, you see all these like shredded people on Instagram and stuff, but to get there, it's like very hard yeah. without steroids. Yeah, I had no idea because like, I've always like going to the gym, but for me, it's always just been like about lifting weights, like focusing on strength, building a bit of muscle. Yeah. Um, and like lately, it definitely hasn't been intense. It's just more so like exercise to sort of keep me sane. Yeah. And like I enjoy doing it. Yeah. I've been like had a really strong regime. But in the past, like even when I've been intense, I've never had a huge focus on the nutrition side. Yeah. Always just ate so I could be happy, so I could have energy. Yeah. yeah. And like just sort of seeing what Sachin has gone through, like he's like some days he barely eats because like he's got to maintain like his level of calories and just like seeing yeah. his moods and like also not being able to sleep like Sachin said like last night you got like what two hours of sleep because yeah. you were so hungry yeah. so like it's yeah I definitely haven't I had no idea about the sort of work you've got to put in honestly for I didn't I, didn't I don't know, know like, what harder things there are yeah. than doing that and I think that's like that was a big thing with this competition like as much as like it sucks right now and stuff, mm. there's still so many moments of bliss. Like there's moments where yeah. I literally walk around and I'm like, I'm so fucking proud of the things I'm doing mm. now. And I think that in the four weeks or so when this is over, this sets a baseline for like mm. new expansion, doing new yeah. things. Um, but it's also been really interesting in the sense that like monitoring so closely what you put into your body and yeah. how that makes you feel. So for example, I've identified if I have like carbs in the morning, my mental cognition isn't as good. And if mm. I have carbs in the night... Do you night, mean you're not as sharp? Yeah. yeah. My sleep is better. That yeah. kind of thing. Um, and so, like, tracking what you do every day has a lot of benefits. Because yeah. you can see, like, okay, I slept yeah. this many hours. Um, I had this much protein, this yeah. much fats, all that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's really fascinating because that's something that probably everybody, even if you're not a big fitness nerd, yeah. someone they should do... Everyone should try that in their life. Just yeah. track what you eat and see how it affects you. Yeah. Like, I've never really done that, but, like, I'm sure there's certain types of food and amounts of food. If I eat it, yeah. I become more sloppy, more lazy. Yeah. There's certain times if I don't eat, I'll become, like, all, like, just angry or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, because, like, people don't... We, we take in a lot of food, but we don't see how it links to how we think. The, the thing that really annoys me is that, like, so many people try dieting like when i'm in the office and i listen to people they're like oh if i have this green juice in the morning i'll be like i'll be lose weight or if i have like carbs like if i have no carbs after 6 p.m i lose weight and stuff but literally all it is is calorie deficit or calorie surplus really and if you count your calories and you put yourself in a deficit Mm. there's no way you can't lose weight um and then the thing with so even no matter what type of food you're eating if it's like a deficit then you're gonna yeah yeah that that, that's the theory there's there's a few other things factors in play but something really interesting that um, Paddy, my coach, has done mm. is that he's a big believer in um, optimizing your stress and optimizing your sleep. What does that mean? So, in terms of, so a lot of people would be like, hustle, hustle, sleep four hours, blah, blah, blah. Like, right now I don't have that much time to sleep, but he's a big, pri- he wants to prioritize sleep because mm. in that eight hours of sleep, he's making that a priority because he thinks that, well, the science says that that's what helps your body actually look better as well. Um, and then the cortisol, the stress. So when you're um, reducing your cortisol and stress, your body also adapts better, like has better insulin responses to the food. Um, another big one is sunlight. So just getting mm. some sunlight in and like the 10,000 steps a day. So it's like there's this whole eating and training space, but then there's this whole other side of just yeah. keeping yourself mentally aware and mm. mentally like good. 
um, which has been really interesting to learn about. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I yeah. As as a whole, it's been a very good experience. But like, there's days and mornings where I'm just yeah. like, how like yeah. how much like. I think the worst part about it is like, for the first time in my life, I want the days to pass, which I don't like feeling. Really? Yeah, because I want to get to that stage where, where I can, can go eat. to bed and like. Yeah. And I can sleep, so yeah. I'm not hungry. I don't know all the if time. I'd be able to do this just because of like the food. Yeah. Just because of like how like sort of like ups- not upset, but just like angry and like sort of paranoid I feel if I'm like hungry. Yeah. Like I just feel so much better if my stomach's full. Yeah. Like I would never go to work, for example, like hungry. Yeah. Like that's not going to be good yeah. shift or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. For example, I'm starting right now, but I had a black coffee to try and like mm, suppress the appetite. Suppress the appetite. Does that work? Yeah, ca- caffeine has helped me a lot. Um, I think mm. after this comp, I'll go on a little bit of a caffeine cleanse. Yeah. So, wait, what are you going to do, like, after the comp regarding fitness? Um, okay, so, that's a good, that's a very okay, interesting Are you going to try and maintain levels, or? No, so, I think that the first step is I want to look after my mental health. So, a lot of people after comps, they develop really unhealthy relationships with food and yeah. unhealthy relationships with how they look like and train. Like, they start binge eating because they feel like they yeah, can? Uh, uh, like, I probably will binge eat because a lot of people mm. will binge eat for two weeks because they can't feel full because your yeah. hormones are that depleted. Your body's, yeah. from a biological perspective, your body's in starvation what, wait, mode. What is so the relationship just wants to with eat, the hormones? Eat. How does that work? I actually don't know like properly, but when I just know that when you die down a lot, yeah. your hormones start kicking yeah. off. So, for example, my sex drive is just going... Yeah. And I was telling Adam this. I will share it publicly, but... Um, like, days when I have most of my carbs and food around the nighttime because that's when I'm training mm. and... Um, Patty wants me to have a lot of nutrients in my blood. I literally eat a meal at night and I get horny because my body's so like really? like depleted and then it um, sucks all this stuff up. But yeah, basically after comp, I don't want to develop an unhealthy relationship with food. Mm. I'm gonna just try eat untracked and try not to worry about how much food I'm eating for a while. Try not to worry about how, how I'm looking as well because like in a bodybuilding. Do you comp, feel? Oh yeah, that's something we haven't even talked about. What's like how? What's your relationship like? The image of your body now that you're doing this comp because obviously like you're like working out at the gym and like you're doing poses and yeah, flexing every, every day. Have like, you like and stuff. become more like narcissistic, more like obsessed with yourself, or? I, I I'm hmm, I think to a certain degree yes, mm. but I've been very mindful of it. Mm. Like, I think the big thing has been just like accepting the way I look because. Obviously, when I started dieting down and stuff, mm. I can't put on more muscle. When the calorie deficit, mm. it's very hard to put on more muscle. So I've been like, okay, this is the muscle I have. Mm. I'm definitely not going to be the biggest guy on stage, yeah. but I'm going to fucking make sure I'm the leanest guy on stage. Mm. And that's like the yeah. best I can do from now on. Yeah, because I've seen some of the guys Sachin's competing against. I'm like, fuck, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. but you got no chance. Yeah. But like, you could like, regarding leanness, like, you're going to be like probably the leanest person there. Dude, like, everyone, everyone will be lean. But the mm. thing is, but I've, like, I've seen photos, like you, you look like fucking lean right now. Yeah. I'm in, so I'm in fitness first timers. So that's mm. my category. Um, when I'm tanned up, when I'm getting, yeah. when I'm getting pumped, I've actually never seen my legs without covered in a carpet. So that'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah, to you got to shave like, your whole body. Yeah. Something I, I noticed about Sachin was because he shaved his arm to see what it would look like. I realized you're actually really, really white. Yeah. <laughs> like you're very like look at that. <laughs> you're very like sort of like pale. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I'm pretty pale. Coming out of winter, but um. Yeah, just going back to that post-comp stuff, I want to try just, like, maintain a bit of leanness for summer, but I just want to mm. try and detach myself from how I look yeah. for three months, yeah. what I'm eating for three months, yeah. and just enjoy life. Like, yeah. I haven't partied in so long. Yeah. And I kind of really miss that <laughs> aspect. Like, of course, the discipline is good. I actually feel a lot better not drinking alcohol. I just feel a lot more just... Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Just a lot more clear-headed. I think, it, I think it always feels better when you go through periods not drinking alcohol. Yeah, it, it's been, like, really good, but... 
I miss partying with people. I want to mm. go on like a big bender, just like celebrate mm. um, and kind of just go back to like normal life. A lot of people have asked me if I'm going to compete again. Um, and I'm not sure, for the f at least for mm. the foreseeable future. I want to kind of set different challenges. Mm. And the thing with this competition is, although it's been an amazing challenging stuff, it has attracted from other aspects of my life. How I'm able to be yeah. around my friends, how I'm able to... And also just time as well. Like, you're not getting as much time to study, and just um, the, time to read, just time yeah. to chill out. I think the big one is mental cognition. Like, I'm definitely not as sharp as mm. I am. Like, I get this... Like, so when I was talking to you before, I just get this brain fog from, like, mm. not having enough um, calories and nutrients. Yeah. But it has been like it's a huge trade-off. It's just like it's an amazing and hard challenge where you're gonna feel awesome after. Like yeah. it's such an accomplishment. But then like to every sort of challenge is just an, an immense sacrifice. Yeah, um, it has. It's definitely taught me a lot about fitness. And I think we should definitely do a podcast on fitness. Talk about all the different methods of training. Mm. All the different. Um, I want to try to get Paddy on and talk about this kind of stuff because mm. there's so much new stuff coming out. A lot of the new stuff is talking about gut health and how that optimizes how your body looks. Yeah. Um, there's huge links between gut health and mental health. Though, yeah, because most of the serotonin is actually produced in your gut. But really? I think me and you should be very careful talking about sciencey stuff because we're yeah, both yeah, horrible no, at science. Because, yeah, me and Sachin are very well acquainted with things like chemistry, biology, yeah. gut, or So we've just got to make sure if we ever talk about stuff, we read lots of papers of different views, <laughs> maybe talk to some people of experts. Yeah. We've definitely been known to just, like, say random <laughs> stuff and, like, sort of preach it. Sort of preach um, it. This um, has been a pretty casual episode. I reckon let's just... Um, I, I want to finish off... Oh, do you have any... No, not finish off yet. Yeah. No, I, I, I wanted to talk. also talk about... Oh, um, Sorry, yeah, Wait. I, I want to talk also about, like, what else you're doing in terms of, like, consulting in your internship Yeah, now. cool, cool. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that with you as well in the sense that where you see yourself going now, what's the goals. Mm. Um, you're obviously going to... Adam just got a internship with the treasury yeah. so that'll be cool I don't, let's just go back and forth quickly just an update on where we're at in life yeah. before we so, start the season yeah two. update i think like life has changed like a lot since we did our first podcast episode so like definitely i was in a state back then where it felt really weird coming back to australia like a lot of people feel um just a bit like what am i doing in life i peaked on exchange no <laughs> <laughs> nah, not that <laughs> but it's just like you have just such a crazy fun time living overseas and you're back life um what else so like how have i changed well i've got a girlfriend now yeah that's amazing it's capable of love which was yeah, really Sachin nice always said that i wasn't capable you of said love. it yourself <laughs> no yeah we had this joke but no that's going amazing um i've so at the moment i'm working at sydney uni i'm starting to really love my studies um yeah like really loving so i'm still doing economics finance and uh philosophy right now with an emphasis on political philosophy um, so when I, my first semester back at uni was horrible. I was just not engaged for what I was studying. I didn't like my subjects. Um, but I've realized at uni, you just, the more you challenge yourself and the more work you do, the more you love it. Mm. So you're like keeping on top of like your tutor questions, doing the readings and really engaging them. So like something I'm doing now is that I'm not reading during the semester. I don't read any books that aren't uni books because I want to focus on my reading. So I've been reading like the communist manifesto books by like political theorist, John Locke, um, book right now I'm reading is this huge bible called Democracy in America which is a really amazing book so I'm just focusing on my politics books um, I'm loving I've gotten really interested in finance lately which is like I dropped it last semester because I was like oh why am I doing this and I started to love it I realized it's a subject that if you keep on top of it it's so interesting mm. it's so relevant to so many areas and it's such a challenge like every week just like sometimes to do one question in like corporate finance will take me an hour but it's so rewarding and yeah the economics I'm enjoying and I'm doing a cool project so yeah really enjoying uni um, <laughs> about to a couple of weeks starting an internship with the New South Wales Treasury which is really good because like that was sort of always a goal 
for me. Like and you've accepted into reserves, basically, so. Oh, that's still got a bit to go. Yeah. Um, that's just, a, that's another He's thing. He's join the army. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that. Okay, I'll reveal um, But yeah, so because my, I'm sort of leaning towards um, sort of public sector work, like sort of policy, economic policy. Yeah. Um, maybe doing some postgrad work on like international relations yeah. and something with like DFAT later on. But th- this is all just like sort of, so, um, so if you could do, if you could have one job right now, what would it be like, po- like post uni? Um, one job. Oh, I, sh- I should say career instead of job. One sort of career, possibly working at the treasury, possibly a sort of role at the Department of Foreign Affairs yeah. and Trade, something, like anything to do with like international relations. Um, That's been a big even one, Eddie. Working in like, um, like sort of any policy advisory sort of roles. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm just going to see where it takes me. Like, at the moment, I'm very just, like, sort of present-focused. And, and that's good because I feel yeah. like that's been really good for your mental health as well, just being, instead of worrying about all these different things, just being like, this yeah. is what I can control right now and stuff. Got it. Yeah. Um, I want to ask, if you could have, like, a perfect day right now, what would it entail? With some day. With some kind of work involved, like, some kind yeah. of... Um, it would definitely be a mix between learning so like sort of academia so wake up in the morning read i love like reading news like sort of exploring ideas that are happening currently um it would involve like going to uni and like writing essays doing a lot of reading it would involve like working in teams like i love i just like love being in teams working on projects um but and then like obviously seeing my girlfriend seeing friends gym as normal yeah um i definitely want to like pick up something more in terms of like sport or like martial arts. I'm thinking of maybe like playing rugby again because mm. I've actually like really missed it lately. Yeah. Going back into, I'm not sure if I should because I've got like really bad, bad like, I've got like a basically permanently bad nose <laughs> playing rugby and I've had a lot of concussions. From playing rugby? Yeah, it was from rugby, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, um, and like had a lot of concussions, but I think I'm either going to do that, maybe like do some sort of martial art. Yeah. Just to supplement gym. Yeah. But yeah. No, um, I, I've like, good. From what I've viewed of you, like, I'm very, like, proud of, like... Aww. No, not proud. I think, like, very in the first semester, you were very head noisy. And, like, I yeah. think this semester, like, you just seem like you're mm. very, like... You're not worried too much about what happens if this, this, mm. this. You're just, like, focusing on what you can control. And it's also cool that you've had this newfound passion for, like, politics in the public sector, which mm. I think will hopefully be something that you pursue yeah. in the future. And I'll probably develop doing this internship, see where it goes down. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Um... So I think since like the first semester, like when we started this podcast, pretty much everything's like my values and stuff are all very much similar. Um, so people that, yeah, kind of don't know, I've got a lot of shit actually for doing this internship at Deloitte because I've historically been like, oh, no, like corporate startup, social, yeah, yeah, um, and that's it's been a good experience. I think my still my big goal in life is to start a social um, venture capital business mm. and I'm not sure if I will stay in corporates because I don't like hierarchies that much I like one of my like I think so starting that social venture capital business that's something like a 20 year goal just for people watching venture capital they're firms that invest in like startups yeah yeah. Yeah. So And social means like sort of investing towards social enterprises. So businesses that have like a social mission and purpose. That's yeah. like always been sort of your passion. You've yeah. worked in a number of them. Yeah. Um Yeah, so basically that's kind of still where I wanna go. Mm. In terms of grad jobs and stuff, I'm still not sure. Mm. I still wanna start my own business at some point in the next mm. five, six years. I still wanna work in some kind of team Do you think that'd be team. like education centered? No. No. I think it's it, it'll be a social enterprise of some sort, and mm. I just want to keep that broad. Mm. But I'd also be equally happily happy working in a team towards like a goal that I'm very passionate about. Mm. But I want to be like managing teams. That's one of my big goals. Um, obviously, right now, 
fitness has been a big part of my life and so mm -hmm. as um, work and uni and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I want to try to get back to spending more time with my family, working on those kind of goals mm. outside of these three things. Because mm. when you when you put a lot on your plate, you have to be very myopically focused. Yeah. And like helping your dad's business as well. Like you'd want to do that. Yeah. And spending more time with my brother. Um, like he's yeah. going to turn 18 soon. I just yeah, want to like enjoy that kind of time, kind of mm. be a bit more social again. Um, and in terms of like the perfect day things, I think it's all very similar. Wake up, mm. some kind of maybe go for a swim, some mm. kind of exercise, probably gym then work in the team, manage a team, um, mm. work towards something I'm really passionate about. Yeah. And then maybe some like, I realize in the future, I wanna do a lot of keynote speaking. So maybe some keynote speaking mm. all the time. I really, yeah. I attribute a lot of who I am today to people that have taken the time to have coffees with me. So I mm. wanna be doing that for other people as well, having mm. coffees with other people and just kind of making a big impact on the world or actually just mm. being fulfilled with how I see the yeah. world and also then spending time with friends and family. Like I, yeah. I really value just having dinner with friends now because yeah. like we don't see each other th that much anymore. Like I don't, yeah. it's just, it's That's just like nice why we haven't time. been able to do podcasts, like barely yeah. being able to see each other. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely like in the future when we have more time, we'd love to do this more often yeah. and just get more guests on, ask more people. But yeah, Sachin's always been someone who's wanted with whatever he's done. He's always like someone that loves to be busy, loves to be working hard towards good purposes. And now he's like really sort of like narrowly focused what, sort of narrowly focused what he wants to do in the future. Mm. Um, and I think like the idea of him like owning like a social enterprise venture capital firm, like I can definitely see you doing that. Cause like he just yeah. interned at a venture capital firm as well. Mm. Um, sounded like you learn a lot from there. Yeah. Um. And it's just good experiencing things. I'm trying to just be like everything before 30 is a test run. We're mm. both probably going to have many different jobs oh, and yeah. stuff before we're 30 even. 100%. And that's like still a very young mm. age, still like a yeah. young naive age. The reason why I'm like not too concerned about the future anymore because I've realized how much stuff changes now. Like in, a in the space of a couple of months, I'll develop a new interest and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do a 180 yeah. and do something I never thought about. And so now I'm like, we're just like, I've always got some sort of tentative plan about like maybe the next couple of years and like a sort of like loose vision towards the future. And eventually like it sort of hardens and I like, just want to go down one path, but like, yeah. it's just like at the moment, like we're just in a state of like doing lots and of things and influence. We live in such a dynamic world. I think mm. it's better to just focus on visualizing the kind of person you want to be and your career or whatever you do and stuff fits in around that. Mm. I don't think we should visualize that this like, this job or this thing, it's just the person you want to be. Because mm. something that I've realized a lot is that since exchange and stuff, like if you're an ambitious person, it doesn't just subside, it just goes into different things. Yeah. Um, like I was really scared that, oh, I lose this ambition, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Yeah, just gets, like, Sachin got really scared on exchange because he's always been someone that's working on like some sort of project with his, <laughs> his own business, like your own like tutoring business that you had, like stuff with the NACTUS, mm. like just other internships and other passions and hobbies and sports you've done. And on exchange, it was like a six month period where he just had fun and like traveled and you were like, all the time, like we're having an amazing time. But Satchel's like, oh, I might completely lose my ambition, like do nothing in my life. Yeah. And, like he thought, because he had this six month period where it was just like having fun that yeah. that would translate into future and like that hasn't happened at all. I think, especially since the start of this podcast, when we first started, we were both very much, I think we were a lot harder on ourselves than we are now in terms of like, mm our self-talk, if that makes sense, in the sense yeah. of like, I have to be doing this, I have to be optimized, I have to be doing mm. this. I feel like we're still doing things now, but we're a lot more like, just like, let it be. It's not like you have to yeah. be like, you, you don't, there's no point being like that when you're not working towards something. Do you know what I mean? It's true. A specific thing. I think that's because we're people that like working towards things and when we're not, we're like, fuck, we've got to be doing something. Yeah. It's just sort of like, our state of nature, but it's also like, we've got to yeah. get better, we just chill out. Just be uni students, enjoy life. 
Um, mm. We're definitely going to be continuing this. Our goal, our goal is to have at least 52 episodes. Yeah. So we've like said that we're 100% going to have 52 episodes. Like this might take us like maybe six months or it might take us like three years yeah. or even more. But like we're just going to do it. Um, and we're just going to... So we got very lazy with like reaching out to people and stuff, like especially myself. Like I was like sending out a couple messages each week, like people I saw on like LinkedIn, Facebook that I just thought were cool. Mm. Um, and I still got like, we've still got quite a few leads. I think we've got like five or six people that are still like said they'll come on. Actually, there's, there's more. Yeah. There's more. Um, but we're just going to like, when we come back to so like sort of after the comp, after like sort of part of our internships, we're going to just focus on keeping them a bit consistent and just like having cool chats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Ooh. we have a lot of priorities at the moment. Yeah. But just I think both of us seeing the impact or at least people saying that it's had an impact has made mm. us kind of reignite our passion to keep yeah. doing this. Um, so definitely 52 episodes. Yeah. Um, I hope you... Who, if you... Okay, if you could have like um, maybe three types of people or three people... Yeah. Who would you have on? Okay, th- uh, I'll like, go with three types, I yeah. think. Um, so one for me right now would be someone that's like fitness related but like very mm. scientifically about like diet mm-hmm. um sunlight all those kinds of things mm-hmm. like that holistic kind of being an optimized person but fitness wise mm-hmm. um number two would be i i think that i really want to hear a chat about something to do with spirituality so i think we're 100%. both we're both very into that and i feel like merging the world between spirituality and psychedelics would be really interesting and just have, having a chat to someone about that mm. kind of thing and so there's fitness spirituality and the third one I'd want to get is just like someone like someone like Gary Vee in that sense that mm. like someone that has this like it doesn't matter what they do but this crazy really energy crazy about them passion, yeah. this energy where when they start talking you just want to get up and do something I feel like that's something that we can share with everyone else yeah and yeah what mm. about you interesting um, I'd love to get um, an academic on mm. maybe someone who's possibly like from China or from Hong Kong and talk about the sort of political tensions that are happening at the moment Ooh, that would be good I'd love to hear about that like sort of the rise on China the yeah. implications for America Australia our defence I think something we should do a little bit later down the track is just get an international student on and just talk about the experience of studying in yeah. Australia because I was thinking about this today Actually, we've got, yeah because I that um, my friend Alex Chan he Chen, he's, he's from, his parents are from Hong Kong. Yeah. When get him on. So yeah, we want to get someone, yeah, we'd love to get some Chinese Hong Kong people on. Yeah. Hear about their ideas about sort of government and yeah. the future of government. Yeah. Um, I'd also, yeah, I'd love to talk about someone about some like really deep spirituality. So mm. um, some Buddhist monks. So, and that's something we could link up because there's, yeah. there's like the Buddhist society here and they've got monks coming yeah, in yeah. every week. and love to talk about their conception of life and like yeah. what they think life is about. Um, and maybe someone really techie. So someone talk about AI. Yeah, talk, yeah. talk to Tian or yeah. anyone about AI and machine learning. And then politics as well. Um, yeah, but that's like sure. kind of related. And I, f- I feel like there's a few things we haven't touched on that we still want to get, get through. Um, so what other spheres are there? Yeah, I think a really technical podcast would be cool. Like a professional mm. in some kind of discipline. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. I reckon, yeah. Those professors would be happy to come and have a chat with whatever their discipline's about. Yeah, I agree. Politics, philosophy, history. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. All right. This has been like a very casual episode, just having a chat. Yeah. Kind of just like an intermission between just letting you guys know we're still here. Yeah. And there's like an this is like sort of a culmination of the podcast we've done. This is like sort of yeah. season one. Yeah. yeah. And now we're going to have a break because Sachin's going to be focusing on his comp. I'm going to be doing other stuff. And then we're going to come back and we're going to try and make it consistent again. Yeah. Yeah. And just keep on doing this because we like it. Yeah. It's cool. So if you got this far, cheers. Um, 
you'll probably be seeing 52 versions of us very soon. So <laughs> see you later. I feel like a decade. <laughs>